this podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Good morning. It is Sunday, not Saturday. We had to move some stuff around because of, you know, Chase friggin' Magnet and his fancy, fancy I'm getting married wedding BS. Ah, yes, this I'm getting married wedding. Ooh, you're so special. Congratulations, Chase. We're super happy for you. That's why we're recording Sunday morning. We had a big hangout. I didn't get to go, but I had to go to work, and I was invited. Yes, you were invited no. to the hangout. I yes, you were. So, don't worry about it, guys. It's cool. Like, you never check your Facebook. Doesn't matter. Right now, it is time for your weekly nerd internet call-in radio show, THN, cover to cover, where we talk all things nerd news, we talk about the show, we talk about comics, we talk about movies, video games, whatever you want, but you're in charge of it. And you're sitting there and you're like, well, I mean, this sounds cool at all, but how do I call these jerks? It's simple. You call 402-819-4894. It couldn't be more simple. We will answer the phone and talk to you live. We, re- we realize it's Sunday morning. Some of you live on the West Coast. It's early. Some of you are lazy. Oh, we started an hour after this on Saturdays. Give me a break. Uh, so we're not expecting too many live calls. Maybe you'll surprise us. Yeah, could be a quick one today. But if you don't have time to call, you can always send us an MP3 at twoheadednerd at gmail.com, or you can call that number that I told you and just leave a message. You can answer the question of the week, like I said, which this week is, Joe? Hey, this week's question came from Black Scorpion number three, who writes, he's, a, he's had wrestling on the brain. Yeah. Well, always, he, really. He always does. Uh, but especially since WrestleMania aired. So he writes, quote, Heel turns and face turns. WrestleMania aired two weeks ago. At this point, it's probably been about three weeks. Three weeks. And for four straight years, Vince McMahon has failed to get audiences to cheer for the man he once celebrated as a hero, Roman Reigns. Maybe he'd be better off as a villain. What hero or villain would be a better character if they just switched sides? Okay. Heel turns. We're talking. And face turns. Or face turns, yeah. Good guys going bad, bad guys going good. This is a fun one because it happens all the damn time. I love it when bad guys go good. Man. I love it. It's just head spinning. So let's get right into it. We got our first voicemail, friend of the show and uh, employee. Don't work on himself. We call him Love Slaves, Matt. Come on, stick with the branding, please. Yeah, but he's not here. He lives up in the Pacific Northwest, or Love Slaves live oh, in the Oh, he's like town. a contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an independent contractor. Yeah, he's got his own Love Slaves up there, and, you know. Freelance. He's freelance <laughs> yeah, Love Slaves. Yeah, he's freelance. <laughs> Take it away to Orca. Joey mad. Ooh. Joey don't like Orca's last postcard. <laughs> Joey smash. Jeez, Joseph. I got your panties all in a twist with that one, didn't I? <laughs> Yowza. Here's a real deal, buddy. Yeah, I did include you and Matt, along with all the listeners, and even myself, in the mix for that last postcard. But slow the train down here. My point was that too often, guys like I, fanboy, gets a kick. i uh, being the naysayers. And you gotta admit, it's become the norm with critics. You and Matt are actually very fair. Because after all, we are listening to your podcast to get a fair assessment of what we should buy, skim, or leave. You guys frequently say stuff like, it might be good if you're into that sort of thing, but it wasn't for me. I was referring more towards the movement of it being cool or counter-cool or whatever to not like something. I do think that this has led to people being afraid to like stuff. It's also led to folks taking their action to superhero movies far too serious. This is light fair, even when it's dark. It's fucking superheroes, for gosh sakes. When you were a kid and you were sneaking into Predator, didn't you cheer when Jesse the body said, I ain't got time to bleed? We laughed and cheered at the same time. Now we've gotten to the point where we're so concerned with whether or not it's good, we oftentimes forget to enjoy ourselves. You didn't even mention my point that's not really written for us nerds. It's like a politician appealing to their base in the general election 
when they're really going after new votes. Warner Brothers knows they're going to get you to go. Now they got to convince the other demos. So, buddy, step back from the ledge. Laugh at Josh Flanagan a bit with me. And don't take anything that seriously. And Matt, start sharing your better drugs with Joey so we can chill <laughs> a little easier. Finally, great fucking question, BS3. Very cool. I always thought it would be cool if Man-at-Arms turned on He-Man. Oh. He's underrated. Duncan? He has to get under his skin that He-Man's given his daughter the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Kiss, kiss, boys. Oh, I love Man at Arms turned on oh, man. That'd be man. rad. No. Oh, man, that'd be a great story. Pitch that. All right, the Orca. I do owe you an apology because of the nature of the way we recorded last week. I listened to your call in advance, and so by the time we got to it, I did not remember to address all of your points. Uh, I tried to tell him that he wasn't talking to you, but Joe is such a bitch about it. He, you he, didn't say nothing. Ooh, I want to respond to this. <laughs> you didn't even listen to the call until you edited the show. So but he's shut absolutely up. right. There is a lot of critics out there, and I don't count us amongst them. I don't. No. I think we're pretty, and we balance each other out, and we call each other out when we're doing that shit, too. Yeah. I've been called out on it, and I've called you out on it, You know, and that's good. But there are a lot of critics out there that are negative just to be cool and just to get heard. And look, that's ratings. I get it. Everybody ratings. needs some naysayer guy that we love to hate. And it's a race car running in the red, Orca. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. We love you, buddy. Thanks for your call. He is right, though. And I'm not talking, like, say you're talking shit about I, I fanboy, but one of the reasons that I don't listen as much anymore is because, yeah, sometimes I feel like they blatantly just say, we're going to take this stance just to get people riled up. Because some of it's just ridiculous. Yeah, right? Like the, the shit they get down on sometimes is totally ridiculous. And the stuff, vice versa, the stuff they decide we're going to pump up. It's like, who, is someone paying you? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Well, you that's know? The, the thing, though, is that I don't understand what. I don't understand what people get out of it. Like, nobody. Like, I listen to iFanboy. It's being cool guy. I, I listened to iFanboy for a long time. Uh, and I fell off of it. They put out a lot of content mm -hmm. and you know i didn't need their to show is great week. by the way i'm not attacking. um but i never found them to be like exceedingly negative or too cool for school or no, anything like that there's just like, like one of them they have different tastes there's one like of them one that guy does. is like hipster aging hipster guy that's right. like mm, it's constantine no yeah. offense to people that say that chase magnet i know you for that probably made the hackle stand up on the back of your neck <laughs> uh but like it's Constantin. It's Everyone con yeah, that. come on. <laughs> uh, someone's going to talk about this later. So. Thank you, the Orca. Oh, man, our next call is Chase Magnet. He better be inviting me to his damn party. I swear to God. We are not friends anymore. We are not Twitter friends anymore, Chase. He like <laughs> Your name is on the invitation. Hey, boys, it's Chase Magnet. Sorry I can't call him live this week, but I'm currently in the middle of getting married, so a voicemail is going to have to do. Well, la-ti-da. I'll also apologize for ignoring this week's question, because I need to respond to the Orca's last postcard. Uh-oh. There is a strain of anti-intellectualism running through comics, as well as culture and, po and politics in general, and it rejects criticism. While it's possible to chalk that up to a difference of opinions, I think it's a bit more nefarious, and that's why I felt the need to say something. The idea that criticism or negativity comes from a place of wanting to be cool is, quite frankly, ridiculous. I'm just going to remind everyone that comics are not cool. Superheroes might be, but there's a big difference between movies and comics. The coolest comics out there today are stuff like Raymond Helgemeier's work or March, because they're the ones actually being read. Superhero comics? Just compare the box office to these sales. The receipts don't hold up. So why would people stick around and criticize them? It's not to be cool, and I can guarantee you it's not to make money. Because people genuinely love this art form and this genre. It comes from a place of care. The only reason to stick around is out of genuine passion. Praising everything and refusing to criticize isn't love. It's infatuation. And that's unhealthy. You don't take something you love and ignore its faults or pretend whatever it does must be good because it's around. You help it build. You help it be better. That's love. When I criticize, it comes from a very safe place. I've always found comics to be safe for me. Many of the foremost critics and some of my dearest friends don't have that protection. They're women, Jews, Muslims, queer, and a hundred other variants of the human condition. And they've been objected or objectified, rejected, or hurt by comics in a lot of ways recently. But they stick around. And that's love. They could easily leave. They could easily go somewhere else, but they don't. They stick around because they care. And they speak out because they believe comics are cool. That they should be cool. 
and that everyone should know that, not, not just a few of us. And I think we owe it to them to listen and to do our better to be, do our best to be better. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, hope to see you this weekend. And uh, keep celebrating love for comics and everything else. Have a good one. Right on, Chase, and congratulations. And had you been able to hear the Orca's second call responding to Joe, I think he's saying a lot of what you're saying, too. But he's speaking more to the people that are negative just to be negative. Yeah, but <laughs> Chase addressed that. He said, yeah. like, the idea that people are doing it to be cool or just to do it is... Well, I think there are Chase, definitely some. <laughs> uh, I believe the word uh, ridiculous was, was mentioned. Right. But, like... And that might be true, right. but what we're talking about people that are doing these things just to just to say them or to garner some sort of reaction. That's right. not the norm. No, that's no, no, no. That's few. the Milo Yiannopoulos and of it's comics certainly or not whatever. A movement, right. uh, In comics criticism, no. And I am with Chase in the sense that, like, if we didn't love these things, we wouldn't get so worked up. Right, of course. Uh, Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with enjoying things or finding things to enjoy in things that everyone else thinks are bad. Right. There's also uh, nothing wrong with stepping back and saying, okay, wait a minute. Am I getting too worked up? You know, sure. I need to take a minute here. <laughs> right. Just like and look at it objectively. I you know? spoke to Chase this weekend uh, in person uh, and, you know, he agreed with Orca that the idea of bashing on somebody for liking something that you don't. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Is absolutely. Yeah. That's I think stupid. the larger problem. That's just like grade school bullying and all that is. That's so just, if you're one of those idiots out there that loved Batman versus Superman, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We want to fight you. I'm just We're kidding. not going to bash we on the internet. We support you. We you show up you. and we'll fight you. No, stop How's that it. Sound? <laughs> we, our messages are very mixed right now. Well, I'm saying we're not going to like, you know, bash on them on the internet. We're going to physically bash them. It's different. <laughs> We're going to put our fists where our uh, money is. Yeah, <laughs> deeds, not words. Just yeah. like Megaforce. There you go. Hey, thank you both. You, you both have great points. We appreciate you both. We love you both. Chase, it was great to uh, spend some time with you and our friends. Oh, this rub weekend. it in, Joe Patrick. Thanks for not inviting <laughs> Matt. He is a real bring down, let me tell you. Let's go to Jimmy Randall. He says, good day, guys. Good day. <laughs> This MP3 submission for THN's Cover to Cover was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Who's that pretty lady? Oh, wow! Greetings, everyone. It's uh, Jimmy Randall here, chucking in my two cents worth. So which character would be better if they just switched or picked a side? Well, that's a deceptively simple question. Wah, uh, wah. My knee-jerk reaction was Reed Richards, um, but we've seen this done before in the uh, Ultimate run of comic books, and in my opinion, that was done quite well. Yeah, it was pretty damn good. So that got me thinking not so much who would be a better character, but what character do I simply want to see turn sides? So who's untouchable? Who cannot be turned to the dark side? The easiest answer is pretty much the best one. I'm going to go with Batman. <laughs> I want to see Batman the Butcher. Fuck yeah. Right, so how would this... Yeah, Brown loves it. They love it. Uh, perhaps something as simple as, you know, a cop in Gotham straight up shooting the Riddler dead, and Bats just notices what a difference it makes when a criminal is uh, shut down for good. Or perhaps Batman just decides one day to borrow from the fool-killer school of philosophy and just begins murdering everyone from Penguin, Catwoman, all the way down to just everyday citizens who litter. You jaywalk in Gotham, bam, battering to the fucking eye. It would make for a fun story, and they could just pass it off as Elseworlds and be done with it. And it's exciting. Apparently, Kevin Smith will be taking this approach in his next Batman run, and I quite enjoy Kevin Smith. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, all right. Settle down. Kevin still gets mad now, love in Australia. Final thought. Um, Got to say, the latest postcard from DeOrca, it really spoke to me. I immediately skipped back the recording and re-listened to it three times. DeOrca, mate, you've inspired me to embrace my inner self, baby. I'm out of the closet. Here it is. I love Gwenpool. It's great. <laughs> All right, that's enough from me. Bye. <laughs> So now we have to beat the hell out of Jimmy Randall, too. Uh, all right, look. God, we're going to be so tired. <laughs> they laugh at jokes, and then they also clap Yeah, in Australia. That yeah. is something. They love it. Man. Kevin Smith, they love it. Jimmy, thank you. Uh, Batman as a villain. That's, I was going to say Bat Punisher, but that's he was describing more like Bat Judge Dredd. 
basically. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't hate to bat uh, Judge Dredd turn. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, you have to be like an Elseworld or something. Maybe, yeah. Because you know? Batman's not going to do that. Like, and I'll be honest, the Reed Richards thing in Ultimate Comics, I hated it. Hated it. Oh, where he turned evil? Yeah. I just, it's one of those things. And I'm, I'm being a wonk here. I totally admit it. But I was just like, it, Mr. Fantastic would never act like that. You know, Even I though was, Mr. Fantastic has constantly been pictured as a total jerk. I've never really been a fan of the Ultimate Fantastic Four. I, I just never really latched on to him. Uh, so I didn't care <laughs> about that. But um, I would like to see, to Jimmy's point, he's more describing like an anti-hero, like killing criminals. Right. Uh, I would like to see Batman as like an actual calculating supervillain. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's a great call, Jimmy. Uh, congrats on your uh, huge, apparently, apparently huge success. I mean, maybe you'll have us on your one talk day. show. Sounds great. I mean, yeah, we would love to be a guest. I mean, that sounds like fun. We can't even get anybody to call into this show. <laughs> we can uh, we can provide our own fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the farty poop fart end, always. Never going to agree with you on the Gwen Pool thing. Never going to do it, Jim. And She's not even Gwen Stacy. It if, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yep, this is us bashing you. You just got bashed. Bashed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, let's just own it. That's yes. our new thing. You we are internet bashers. You just got bashed. You got bashed. You got bashed. You got bashed. <laughs> Hey, we'll have to get like a folding chair sound, you know, like a smack. That would be be good. Randy Andrews. You know what? We never disagree with this. We haven't heard from him. in. We haven't. We haven't. Maybe it's been a couple weeks. Randy's been MIA. A couple shows. Maybe he doesn't love us anymore. Maybe this is him breaking up with us. Oh, man. Are we getting dumped? Let's not even play it. Yeah, forget it, Randy. Sorry. You're not dumping us. We just dumped you. Yeah. You just got bashed. (laughs) You don't break up with us. Greetings, two-headed nerd. Oh, he's so sweet. Randy Andrews, I instantly love me. Emailing in for the question. <laughs> I forgive you, Randy. <laughs> I can't quit you, Randy. We talked about what hero or maybe villain, uh, if which one would we like to see as an opposite? Um, you know, I debated on this for a long time. It would be really interesting to see Miguel O'Hara become a villain. Spider-Man 2099 very obscure and very odd but what if something like what happened to peter parker and dr octavius uh what if that happened to miguel o'hara and he switched with uh his boss or actually it's his father um tyler stone would that be the same dynamic it's possible and so that i believe is my answer I would like to see Miguel O'Hara be a villain. And already in the eyes of Tyler Stone, he is. In other news, just continuing to do my very best in uh, interviewing some new film composers. Uh, I just interviewed Kevin Kleesh, who composed the music to Frozen. Whoa. Well, orchestrated it. And That's he huge. Uh, composed the music to Justice League War and Superman Unbound. So I've gotten a chance to talk to him, and we talked about um, Sophia the First and Tangled the Series. So I know I'm running out of time. Take care, guys, and have a good week. Bye. Randy, all we ask is that you do your very best. That's it. That's all we ask. Yeah. Okay, let me and pitch you're killing it. it. Randy got my, you got my Spider-Man 2099 wheels rolling. Superior Spider-Man 2099. No, even better. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, but here's the what thing. he's pitched. Here's the thing. So Miguel O'Hara comes back in time, right? And he's screwed. He's stuck here, but yeah. he's here because he has to stop some things happening that will change the future. So he has to be a bad guy. Oh, uh, so he's just doing things and people don't understand. Yes, exactly. He's like Spidey Sinestro kind of, right? Oh man. Yeah. And he has to like make some hard choices, kill some folks, do some things that he would never do. Otherwise the whole future is screwed. But he can't, like, he's, um, he's not Spider-Man 2099. He's superior Spider-Man 2099. Sort of like um, Bishop when he went a little crazy. He's like, I have to murder this baby. Well, not that nuts. Cause Bishop was just like, like I don't even think Bishop knew what he was talking okay. about at that point he's coming back he's got his <laughs> he's got his mullet again he's feeling much better is he still gonna be possessed by a demon bear i don't know did that happen yeah jeez i forgot yeah. that shit because if not i don't care randy hey <laughs> great answer thanks for your call it's great to hear from you and congrats again on your success as well that's amazing you and jimmy killing it yeah 
Jeez, you guys. I can't believe that we inspired all of you to be so great. And without us, you'd probably just be doing your normal crap. Huh. You're, You're welcome. welcome. All right. Let's go to Harvey Locust. I haven't heard from this guy for a while. He says he's not taking any chances this week. No, wait. We get a call. Screw you, Harvey Locust. Yeah. Sit down, Locust. Good morning, ja- uh, Joe and Matt. Oh, my gosh. I'm under caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> Or drunk. One of the two. It's still early, you know? I'm still a little tipsy, I'll be honest. How are you today, sir? I'm good. It is Ryan Mount, a.k.a. Hebrews, calling in finally. I'm glad you were smart enough to introduce yourself, because I was just going to roll right into it. And be like, everybody knows who this is, right? <laughs> What's going on? What do you want to talk about, Hebrews? Uh, yeah, I need the listeners' help. i got to be honest. Let's get in on it. I love this. So, we... Uh, hopefully we are going to finally launch the YouTube, uh, channel to two headed nerd with me and a 10 year old talking about kids comics and I cannot come up with a name whatsoever. I always liked crazy kids corner with a KK and K, but that doesn't test really well with all audiences, you know, (laughs) Matt, Matthew, It's the crusty comedy classic. We Why are you have, all booing? What? We already have Casey's Crazy Corner. Yeah. Well, then we changed it to Casey Explains It All. So yeah, it's a little more sensitive. Apparently, I'm insensitive. I don't know. Uh, oh, well, so, so we need a name. We need a name. Let's kick this around. Well, let's, let's send it out into the universe. No, let's name it. You and I. It's our show. Ryan is calling us from a sex kennel. He didn't ask for our help. He asked for the listener's help. He asked for the listener's help. But can we really trust them? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So kids, what do kids like? What do they Kitty like? Comic Roundup. You they guys like, wear cowboy hats? They like uh, they like vine loops I'm and Minecraft you. videos. Kitty Comics Roundup. And you guys both wear cowboy hats, right? And it starts off with like banjo music. And you're rounding up comics for kids. Yeah. You know? I don't. Do kids still like cowboys? I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for this. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got you guys think about it. But I do also want to throw it out. Either one of you guys watch the new uh, Teen Titans Judas Contract movie? No, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Is it out? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it. It's out. I was uh, thinking about reviewing it for the site, so I'm going to take that as since you guys haven't seen it, I'm going to go ahead and do that then. You yes. go for it. Yes, yes, absolutely, please. Save that. Don't give that shit away free here. Come on, man. Everything we do is free, Matt. <laughs> we give it all away for free. I thought we'd make a bunch of money when he puts stuff on the website that he never sees. Isn't that right? Only if you're negative. Uh-huh. Only if you're negative. Ryan, you-, you can't hear any of this, right? Yeah. I hit the mute button, right? Okay, good. <laughs> Are you guys still there? You still there? <laughs> All right, buddy. So there it is. Ryan desperately needs a name for his YouTube segment. It's going to be him and some random 10-year-old. That are going to talk about kids comics. Uh, let me, is it going to be the same 10 year old every time? Or uh, I don't know if they're 10. Is it going to be the same kid every time or a different kid every time? For right now, it's just one. It's a good friend, good friend of mine. Uh, this kid belongs on TV and I'm going to use him for free on a shitty YouTube channel. I love it. So, love for, it. Uh, <laughs> and if awesome. he's not so attractive right enough, now, but, we'll uh, get a new kid. You know, I mean, we'll find a kid that tests better. You we'll, know, we'll, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, listeners, this is your call to action. Name Ryan's YouTube segment. I love it's it. about kids and comics, kids comics, kids loving comics, kids hating on comics. Stay away from 3Ks. Maybe something about cowboys. We're not sure. Yeah. Uh, the jury's out on the cowboys, but, you know, we're going to get in. We're going to get right, an answer guys. for you, Ryan. And watch for a review of the Judas contract coming from Ryan, too. So there you go. And, of course, I'm going I'm to plug my other column over at horrorwriters.com. Uh, I just put up a tribute to Bernie Wrightson this morning. Oh, oh nice. nice. Check out all my reviews of horror comics. Very so. nice. I will check that out. Thank you, Ryan. Good to talk to you, buddy. Uh, all right, guys. Talk to you soon. See you, pal. Bye. All right, Harvey. It's your turn. I'm sorry we bumped you. Hey, back. nerds. Locust here. MP3 and in my answer is question of the week because I've just had a hell of a time trying to call in the last couple of times. So I'm saying screw it. MP3 in it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my answer is going to be uh, Kitty Pride. Uh, this is somebody who we've seen. Uh, we've seen her get pissed off once in a while, sure. We've seen her threaten uh, Emma 
Frost, I almost said Emma Stone, Emma Frost, you know, bringing her down the earth, you know, whatnot, and we've seen her even, you know, drop N-bombs before, and, you know, the chick she was talking to was like, you know what, Kitty's right, oh, damn, (laughs) but, yeah, we rarely, you know, I mean, that's about it, we don't, we've never seen her kill, that as far as I know, I've never seen, I've never read anything where Kitty kills, and that's something I think could be badass, you know, Kitty just phasing, walking around with swords instead of slicing people, just phasing them and leaving them in there, and it, oh, it, it could be so much fun, you know, like she did the Juggernaut, Juggernaut should have died in that X-Men movie where Kitty just, phased, you know, X-Men 3 phased him through the ground and left him there, you should, yeah, that should have been dead, that should have been the end of Juggernaut if you ask me, and that's totally. something I'd love totally. to see as a Kitty Pride fan and so anyway, now I got a question for you, Matt Bombstein. Hold on, that's not how this um, works. As a proprietor in the uh, Blackstone Business District, you know we have an election coming up, and uh, I want to know your stance on the proposed trolley system going from Ooh. the Blackstone District to downtown. Um, where do you stand on that? Who do you think uh, we should vote for here? You know, this is local. This is nothing too bad, is it? Let us know, Matt. Uh, yeah, Matt. Later. Whoever you are. Harv, I will respond to that in an email because I don't want to get all like local politics on this show because nobody cares about that crap. Uh, 95% of the people listening to this don't know anything about yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. Like, Jimmy Randall is like, I can't even point to Omaha, He's Nebraska. Like, oh, goddamn man. Uh, he is a Gene Stothert man <laughs> through and through. Yeah, I'm fucking Randall. I knew it. <laughs> uh, a question about Harvey's call. Did our voicemail just get bashed? What do you mean? Do we do, is he bashing us? He's he's he had a hell of a time calling in, he said. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, it sucks. I'll be real honest. Dear Google. You hear that? You just got bashed. <laughs> Dear Google, your hangout thing, voice, whatever it is. There's like four different places to do this. It sucks. And we're working on a new alternative. It's going to be bigger and better and easier to get through. I promise. Keep firing, though. If you call and you don't get in, keep trying. Yeah. And, and if you can't, leave a message. We'll play you. Sometimes we even call you back. We called Ryan Mount back because we were sitting here like, oh, I hope somebody calls, you know. But keep trying if you don't get through is, it, is the moral of the story. Thank you, Harvey. He wants to see Kitty Pride murdering people. And I agree. These are dark. These are dark calls. <laughs> when Kitty phased the juggernaut through the ground, game over. You're not displacing the ground. It's not like the whole earth moved. No, she's mixing. Uh, yeah, uh, he's like- dead. His molecules are interspersing with the molecules yeah, of the Earth. He's straight up dead. Vinny Jones, dead. Forget now, it. Now, she did do this to the Hulk uh, during Civil War. Different I story. I don't know if that kills the Hulk. Well, she didn't phase him all the way in. Yeah. Uh, she phased him just like down to the knees, maybe. And he's the Hulk, so of course he survives. But he busted out and he did have like... His, his body was like merged with these chunks of earth. Gross. Um, but the Hulk's deal is that like he regenerates yeah, from yeah. anything. And so he. I'm saying the Hulk rips his legs off at that point. Yeah. I mean, and they grows would, new they ones. Would grow Crawls back, yeah. around punching people for a while until his legs grow back. <laughs> swinging, his, uh, swinging his bloody leg stumps with yeah. chunks of earth attached to them. Gross. Clubs. Anyway. Harv, good to hear from you. Uh, the moral of the story is that Kitty Pride is a terrifying monster. <laughs> Was there, there was that weird Chris Claremont storyline. It was called like black something or other where Kitty was in charge of the X-Men and she was running around with one Wolverine claw. And like the story opened with the bodies of a million mutants piled up in front of the Westchester school. And I can't remember what that was. It was called. She, like, that was just in the pages of regular X-Men where she ran around with that claw. But didn't we hand. decide that that was not in continuity later? They sort of shunted Chris Claremont. No, I think it was like a future thing. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember. But I think but she was killing people in that. No, 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 no. She was. Well, okay, I, I think honestly, she was dropping n bombs. I don't remember and killing people. In I'm that. not sure what he means by dropping n bombs because that certainly can't mean what we think it means. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't uh, see Kitty just running around like Rachel slur. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I don't remember. But yeah, that that's that era where she ran around with that one claw sticking out of her hand. That oh, was dumb. There was an X like Black Black Sun or Black Black Sun, um, but that was like all about magic. I thought. Yeah, it was Chris Claremont. Kitty Pride is training in the danger room and receives a subpar score against a 
Nagari demon. Yeah. Her shower is interrupted by a courier. She has to sign for a package. She does not bother to open like it. it. Falls asleep, happens. not noticing the face of one of her deadliest foes, Belasco. Rises from the package. Kitty awakens soon to find herself confronted by one of the lesser Nagari and fights it off this time. So she went from a D to a C. Good for her. But soon realizes there's more than just one and leaving the mansion is confronted with a mountain of skulls holding the moon up in front of her home. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely it. Black Sun is what it was called. And it was it ended up just being like um, a one-off thing. And after that, they handed him that. All right, right, X-Men, just like you never quit. It was dumb. Chris Claremont. That was the closest. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Chris Claremont never should have come back to the X-Men. I'm sorry. That's not even a hot take. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but they kept doing it. If you like it, we'll bash you. You hear that? You'll get bashed. You're going to get bashed. <laughs> Chris Claremont, you just got bashed. Wow. Yeah, we did just bash the hell out of Claremont. Man, leaving destruction in our wake. We got a new caller here. Yeah, we did. Oh, what? Oh, 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 shit. Forget that. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Who this? Hey, it's Black Scorpion number three. How's it going, fellas? Well. We were just talking about you not too long ago. About me? Oh, my. I mean, it was, well, your, my, my, it was your question, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you were like, he gained a little, <laughs> he gained a little weight. Did you notice? Ooh, I think he looks cute on him. <laughs> oh, my. What do you want to talk well, about? Well, uh, I, I've actually been agonizing over the question because uh, my, my answers have changed so much. I, I, I realized how out of touch I've been with comics in the recent years, so it's, it's uh, left me kind of uh, revisiting my original answers. But I got one for you. All right, all right. Hit us. Mr. Immortal, Great Lakes Avengers. So, I, I think this guy has every reason to be a villain in the first place. It just hasn't happened. I mean, all he sees is all of his loved ones die repeatedly. Yeah. All the immortal characters, immortal characters tend to be villains. His, his first friend was Death Urge. So th this guy is like, yeah. he's primed. He's primed to flip in, into a villain. And... If it happened, it could have some really cool implications for uh, the, the direction of the Great Lakes Avengers if he was, you know, doing the classic immortal mad genius thing of manipulating things behind the scenes yes. so uh, an yes. unknowing super team was working for evil. So that, I think that's my answer that I'm going with. <laughs> I kind of love it. You could take, like, the joke that is the Great Lakes Avengers and turn them into something terrifying that they didn't even know yeah. they were oh, doing. Certainly, uh, certainly oh. something that definitely needs to be done to the Great Lakes Man, has turned their lighthearted fun into a terrifying nightmare. <laughs> no, yeah, now I, I have to give that caveat. I mean, I, I'm a longtime fan of the Great Lakes Avengers. Uh, from the moment I had their first appearance, I thought this team is over the top, unbelievable. And at such a young age, I knew it was stupid, and I wanted more. Oh, it's but stupid. I'm just saying that if they were ever going to retire Great Lakes Avengers for for good. Just, just do something like that with them, and it could be fun. Why or they not? could do it as a one-off for one of their seasonal specials. That, that's fine, too. Yeah, well, I mean, why um, not? That could be so much fun. I mean, it's certainly the most compelling idea that's ever been come up with for yeah. Mr. Immortal. I don't give a crap about <laughs> Rangers Avengers. I think that would be awesome. Uh, but he is going to be in the new New Warriors TV show. So oh, no. that, that makes sense. Yes. Are you serious? I am serious. Uh, yep. They're just going to take a bunch of C and D list characters and go new warriors. No, they, they announced it. It is uh, the cat. It is the cast of, it is essentially squirrel girl and the cast of the new warriors, the comedy comic where they were reality stars. Uh, so it's those existing characters uh, plus Mr. Immortal. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know that is dumb. Uh, because they think it's hilarious what? that he's going to, it'll be a recurring bit that he dies. He, he dies in funny ways and wakes up. I'm sure of it. Cool. Well, 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 watch my pick suddenly become a prophecy for a twist cliffhanger ending of the first season. I'd be like, oh, this is all set up of the evil Miss, Mr. Immortal the whole time. Well, he could, uh, Hollywood, he could be Marvel's uh, Vandal Savage. Ooh. Oh. Hollywood. I has, love Vandal Savage. I love yeah. Savage too. <laughs> Hollywood has been mining. <laughs> THN for ideas for it's six true. years now. It's true. So. And we have not received a cent from these jerks. Yeah, I know. Man. Working for Man. free. Yeah, start charging. Thank you for your call. That's a great answer <laughs> and easily the most compelling thing that I've ever heard done with the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> Absolutely, fellas. Well, hey, enjoy the weekend oh. and I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. You, buddy. Have a good one. All right, bye now. All right, we got a new call here. New caller, Joseph. Dal Ponte. Your phone was ringing there. 
E sounds important. Hey, nerds. It's Joe from Chicago. I've been listening for a while. First time calling, though. Just wanted to touch on a few things. First, the Thor trailer. I liked it, but is it just me, or did they just take the Thor from those one-shots and put him in the movies? Uh, as far as the answer of the week goes, I'd probably say Wolverine. The guy's got enough baggage to be a villain and to be a force to be reckoned with. And I liked when Millar had him uh, brainwashed by the hand or Hydra. Uh, and he was bad in that. It was pretty fun. Uh, thanks for the time and the entertainment. It's definitely worth the Patreon support. Bye. Joe, you're a badass. Thank you for your Patreon support. Welcome aboard, sir. We welcome uh, him aboard. Welcome aboard, Joe. Yeah, we both have to do it or it's not official. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. And Okay, Joe, I'm going to take you a step further here. I would like to see that happen in Wolverine 2, and I think not doing it to old man Logan was a huge misstep. They absolutely, when they brought old man Logan into the Marvel Universe, they brought him in with the mindset, well, I'm going to kill the Hulk, and I'm going to do all this stuff to make sure none of this happens in my universe. And then we gently got away from that, and now he's just an old Wolverine. You know, like, that's not compelling. What would be compelling is old man Wolverine, yeah, becoming in the eyes of the Marvel U, a straight-up villain because he knows what's going to happen. This is just your superior Spider-Man pitch. Yeah, yeah, Wolverine. yes. But, or at least he thinks he knows what's going to happen. And he's driven mad by the loss of his family and stuff. That, it's such a missed opportunity because I don't care about old man Wolverine anymore. It's just sort of Wolverine, but not your Wolverine. And now we're going to premiere his kid Jimmy's back. You're like, ah, screw you. Well, this is, it's ultimate Wolverine's kid. Yeah, Jimmy. I don't care. Don't care. Look, it's all Marvel is hitting the reset button and they're bringing back all of these characters. They just announced all of this crazy nonsense. We're not going to talk about it right now because yeah. I got to have a new segment for we'll, next week. We'll show. get into it next week. But uh, like, don't you fret about Wolverine. It's going to be just fine. Um, I don't care about Old Man Logan, period, outside yeah. the context of the original Old Man Logan story. I think it so, would have been much more interesting like, had he been a bad guy. That book might be that might be a great book. I am not interested in reading about Old Man Logan. I'm not either. So I don't read the comic. Unless uh, he was a bad guy. The Thor Ragnarok trailer was amazing. Um, I think you, is he referring the one shots? He, I think he means those little shorts that they've done. Like they've done a couple of like Thor and his roommate. Uh, they're like little comedy sketches. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, and yeah, he was like kind of like Goofy Thor. It yeah. seemed. Well, but they also said that those count. <laughs> like, well, this sure, is hell like, yeah. They're like, this is actually what Thor is doing in between the movies. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it's it. Great. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for that Thor movie. Oh God, ah, I can't wait. Joe, welcome aboard. And like I said, thank you for your support. If you want to be a badass like Joe, you can go to Patreon, search for Two Headed Nerd, and join the club. It's totally awesome. Hey, listen to this. It's our final caller. Is it? This is our final caller. I thought we had one more for this. No, not Joe. This next one. Oh, oh, oh. Danny. It's, Danny's back. It's the long lost Danny from Iowa. Yeah, but he's much older. He's like, hey, Joe and Matt. It's Danny from Iowa. I've been away for years. <laughs> and now I've returned. I'm a man now, and I'm not going <laughs> to take your crap anymore. Hey, THN, what's up? It's Danny from Iowa. Thanks for that whole Mark Wade intro thing. That was really cool. All right, so first off, I'd like to say that Mystique needs to choose a goddamn side. Totally. Um, Sick of this. But that's not my answer. Oh, okay. My answer is Batman. I do agree. I think Batman would be really cool if he were a villain. I mean, he's already got the fear factor going. He's already got the evil factor going. And the worst part is, is he doesn't kill, so people would remember him as a really, really, really scary guy. Well, that's all I have. See you guys later. Bye. Another vote from Batman. You just got here. Do you have to leave already, Danny? <laughs> and Danny's a man now. Did you hear that guy? Yeah, I did the timber in his voice. Once a little boy, now a man. <laughs> uh, yes, I, Danny. Danny's version of Batman as a villain is more along what I want. Yeah. It's like, he's still Batman. He's still... But he's a super villain. But he's using his abilities and intellect for evil and not good or perceived evil. so he's not like whacking people you no, know no, no. but he's like he he uh, like a super villain in the classic style right he's getting stuff done whether you like it or not right i dig it mystique needs to pick a side i'm sick of it mystique is one of those characters that has switched so many times that i 
do not care because you cannot get invested in the character at all. Yeah, I'm <laughs> because she's just gonna totally change. I'm completely uninterested in Mystique as a character these days. Uh, Danny, watch your mouth, please. Just because you're older now doesn't make it okay. Don't listen to him. Cuss do, up the storm. Do what we say. You're not a man what we now, do. Danny. You're a man. <laughs> Feel free to curse. So let's get into it. Let's get into some discussion. Uh, Before we pick a, like our character that you think would be best, let's just say who needs to pick a side. Let's name some names. Pick a goddamn side and stay there. Oh well, I mean, certainly Mystique. Yeah, and we um, covered that. I, I guess I'm not like. Who do you have? Magneto. Magneto needs to pick a side. Ma Magneto has picked a side. He's a good guy. Really? Because he's still doing all this like sort of evil things in the background. He, I mean, like he's never been like a full-on good guy. Marvel has been portraying X or Magneto as being on the side of right, whether or not the other characters agree with him for a while now. I'm tired of it because it, like he, this, he's still okay. He's on the side of right, but he's a terrorist. You know, well, yeah, but so were half the X-Men. Like, are you saying that? I didn't buy that either. I'm saying pick a side, Magneto. I'm saying, look, if Charles Xavier is going to be dead or gone or whatever. Like, he's leading the, the young X-Men right now. I have no problem with this character being conflicted. I get that. But he goes from being conflicted to being full-on evil. <laughs> he, he never goes to the other end. You know what I mean? All right, we got a call coming in. Let's take this first. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Who dis? Hey, it's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos! How are you, sir? What's going on? Good, guys. What's going on? Oh, we're just hanging out, you know, taking some calls, talking about uh, heel turns, face turns, and combo characters. You got anything you want to talk about? Well, you know, I couldn't really think of a, a good answer for that, but um, I want to talk about the Thor trailer. Okay. The new Thor movie. Let's talk about it. So, um, I made it through an hour of the first one. Like, that's it. And I said, this is so boring. I, should I watch another hour or go to bed? And I chose to go to bed. Because okay. um, I, I thought it was that boring. I didn't see the second one because I don't really care. But this one, um, the trailer was like, you know what? It's like the least Thor thing you could have in a Thor movie, and it looked kind of awesome. Fair enough. I would argue. Right? I mean, how the second one took a big step there too. I thought the second one was yeah. far superior to the first one. I'm, I like oh, well, the whoa, first whoa, Thor. Whoa, whoa. You think that Thor: The Dark World was better than the first Thor movie? Yes, I totally do. No, you do not. I thought it was more compelling. I thought it was more interesting. I liked how they made the elves like a space race. You loved the emphasis that they put on Kat Dennings's character. Well, I mean, like whatever. That was <laughs> she was fine. I liked her better than Natalie Portman. How's that? Uh, <laughs> all right, look. I, I I like the first Thor movie. I think it's a ton of fun. I thought it was fine. Uh, yeah. Thor: The Dark World gets a bad rap. I, I thought I, it was way better. I don't agree that it was better than the first one. But anyway, uh, yeah, this Thor Ragnarok thing, taking him and throwing him into space, into the essentially Planet Hulk, like c crossing those streams or however you want to put it, uh, I think it's genius. I think it's yeah. going to be like a fun slam bang crazy thing. And the imagery of Hela invading Asgard and smashing Mjolnir, it's like, yeah, wow. Right from the jump of that trailer, like I got goosebumps. I was like, oh shit. Well, and Domingos, they're doing this to hit a guy like you. Like, Joe and I yeah. are easy Thor marks. You can do the whole thing in Asgard or set it all in the fantasy world or have him, you know, hanging out with cave trolls and dwarves, and we're like, yay. But not everybody's into that, and I get it. You find that a little boring. This is how they're going to get you. Because they went, you know what Brian yeah. Domingos liked? He liked the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it was fun, it was wacky, it was in space. Let's do it to Thor. Well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I don't really like that either. But I, um, I like <laughs> What's wrong with I, you? We have to bash you I, too? I, <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I have hundreds of posts about it, about the, uh, the manufactured um, nostalgia that, that James Gunn did with his soundtrack. Um, Fair you know, enough. you're listening to it. Fair enough. Cause you know, there's, there's that scene in guardians, which I'll talk about in hate forever where, you, you know, they're entering the, uh, the city, you know, that magical city and it's, it looks like star Wars and it's all the ships and, and they're playing uh, moon age daydream, which is like an amazing song. And, oh, yeah. and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm like, you know, I think I'm really enjoying this. So I was like, wait a minute. Am I enjoying this? Or like, is it the music? It's like, no, I really like the song. So, you know, he, he tricked you like the whole, the whole right. soundtrack, and right. they, they tricks you into being like, this is stuff you love. And you're like, this is stuff I love. And it's like, no, it's just, it's a bunch of, I mean, it was effective, but you know, like, let's, let's not act like people care about Drax. Um, 
but you know, because no one does. But um, I care. But about I think drags. you know, I like um, I, I've you know, I loved Hella's helmet. Like it's so cool, and the um, you know, and I don't know the characters enough, but the guy with the machine gun is pretty awesome. And uh, yes, you know, I could have done I could have done without the Hulk reveal because I thought that was really like it was worth it. But that's one of those things like got in the theater that would have been amazing. But yeah. Um, you know, and even the, the, the idiots who put up their like trailer reviews because my wife hadn't seen it. And that, that was like the image. And I was like, come on, like that, that's don't ruin it. Like that's the best part is you see him come out and it's uh, like, Oh shit, there, there's the Hulk in his, like you know, his Roman gladiator helmet, which is just kind of always been kind of silly. Cause why is the Hulk wearing armor? But, um, because it's you know, awesome. It cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah it like, what do you mean, silly? <laughs> I mean, he, he he can destroy buildings with his bare hands, but let's give him a helmet and a shield because you know I don't know something might hurt him or something. But um, yeah, no, it looks it looks fun. I, I watched it. I was like, all right, that looks pretty fun. I might actually watch that one. Um, you know, and I mean, it's all CGI, just like Justice League. But sure, um, you know, it's um. It'll it'll be an interesting November, I guess, with these two movies come out. I'll, I'll say this for the Hulk being revealed in that trailer i think and obviously joe and i pay more attention to this than a lot of people and you may just be casually paying attention and that is fine but i don't think it was any secret that the hulk was going to be in this oh movie. no because they fall all over themselves yeah. letting you know that like oh if you want to know what happened to the hulk make sure you watch thor 3 and they basically and, said and Look, they've been saying it for years we're not going to make another hulk movie but he is going to play a pivotal part of this other thing whereas if they would just keep their goddamn mouths shut yeah and let the movie magic unfold. Right. I think we'd all enjoy it a lot more. Right. But there's that whole, like, oh, if we don't show them enough, they won't come. If we show them too much, they're going to be mad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's a tightrope. You got to Yeah, walk. I mean, I get it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that's the part. I guess I sort of knew that. But I, you know, I, I was, I was letting the trailer do what it's supposed to do, which is sort of like convince me to come see the movie and yeah. just watching it. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you get Idris Elba and, you know, he could be, in, he should be in everything. And, uh, totally. you yep. know, yeah. Totally. Looks, um, and I love, I love, um, yeah, Hella looks, I don't know anything about Hella. I don't read Thor comics, but I was like, this looks really cool. So it works. I, I, def I definitely agree that like, if you're one of those guys posting a, a trailer reaction or review, like five minutes after it, po after it goes up and you put like the pivotal image from the trailer on your post, you are a jerk. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a close-up of Hulk's face. Like, I, I was like, oh, my God, you have to see this. And my wife's like, ah, I don't care about Thor. And I was like, no, you got to see this. And we bring it up. And I was like, oh, crap, come on. Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's the look on it. It's like that's the end of it. That's yeah. the, that's the build-up of the whole like, thing. What the and, hell? <laughs> you know, as, you, nerds, as usual, nerds can't keep it in their pants. So that's right. what happens. So. Right. Yeah. Happens well, to the best of Hollywood us. Hollywood just keeps begging us to whip it out, you know? I mean, <laughs> damn it, yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> Brian, good we, to talk we, to you, man. You, you too, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Later. Okay, where we left off, we were talking picking sides. Yeah, I'm over it. I don't I, have an answer to that. There's a bunch. There's so many. We don't need to. It's, we're an hour in. We don't need to list every uh, character that has to switch sides. I thought we would talk about some. Whatever. All right, then let's get into ours. Let's get into ours. Who would you like to see? Heel turn, face turn. Pick uh, one of each. So nobody picked a villain going good, and yeah. that's what I love. I love to see bad guys go straight yes. and become heroes. Yes. And my favorite, of, my favorite example of this came from Marvel Comics. Uh, in fact, I would say that at the time I started getting into comics, this, this villain had not really been in the regular rotation for a while. Uh, and so by the time I really was getting into stuff, he was like a, a guy just trying to be better. Okay, stop teasing me. Who is it? Uh, and like they made him an Avenger. Ooh. He hung out with Silver Sable. Wonder Woman. Sandman. Sandman. No, Wonder Man was a villain, like, or was a villain for five seconds. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, yeah, but then he Sandman. came back and tried to kill all the Avengers, remember? Right, yeah, because he was mad. He was he's mad pissed. about them, yeah. right, being, you know, Bendis, what a goddamn <laughs> asshole. Sandman, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, so, like, I was so glad to see Sandman trying to be a good guy. I or like loved at the it. end of Spider-Man three when he was like, Hey man, I'm really sorry. I sorry. I killed your uncle as big as a building and like tried to <laughs> smash you in half. I think it was a misunderstanding. We can agree with that. Right. Uh, yeah. And then at some point somebody decided, Oh, nope, we got to like hit the reset button and bring back all these things that I loved when I was a kid in the sixties. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, I think there was an actual storyline where there was an actual uh, backup story where uh, 
the wizard, I think the, the fantastic four villain, the wizard with right. the big weird purple, purple helmet, head. Yeah. Uh, strapped same into a machine and he's like, your brain's all wrong. This isn't who you are. And he pushed a button and literally flipped a switch and turned him back into a villain. Well, you know, uh, that happens. I was like, no, that's bullshit. (laughs) So basically they brainwashed him into being a villain again. And now he's, he's kind of a conflicted, a a conflicted, conflicted. He's kind of a conflicted character now because they did that story. Yeah, but it gets so wishy-washy. That's, that's the stuff like that pisses me off about like Mystique and Magneto. It's like, uh, I get it. You're conflicted is one thing, but you have these moments of great evil. And then like these moments are like, oh, I can't feel bad about how evil I was. Yeah. Well, like they did that story. That's not conflicted. That's you're dumb. They did that story uh, during brand new day where he had like the daughter. Right. Um, well, he's always had a daughter. He's always had a daughter, no, and the whole thing was didn't he start like he doing didn't all this? Have a daughter? No. Oh, I thought he always had a daughter. And no, he in fact, this. I don't even know if it's really his daughter. If he's just like adopted her, or... he just wants his kid back. It was his daughter. It doesn't matter. That wasn't the point of my bringing him up. Uh, I, like I love Sandman as a good guy. I want him to be a good guy. When they turned him back into a bad guy, I hated it. I was mad about it. I loved him as like a guy that regretted his past and was trying to do better and got a, you know, uh, the support of the Avengers. You know, they made him an honorary Avenger. He ran around with the team a couple of times. He ran around with rocket racer. It was great. Yeah. It was totally great. Oh, later on, his daughter got superpowers in Spider-Man rain. R E I G N. Oh, that was a future story. Oh man. Creepy. What about a good guy? You want to see turn bad? I don't have one. Yeah, you do. Don't I be don't. a baby. Don't be a baby. No, one answer. I gave my no, one I answer. No, I said a heel turn and a face turn. A heel turn or a face turn. I said and. I'm going to do both. Go for it. Coward. Okay, I'm going to start with my face turn. And it's something that Marvel did once, sort of, almost, kind of did again, and then left it hanging there so we don't even know where the character is. It's Sabretooth. I want to see full-on good guy Sabretooth, just like... In the apocalypse, uh, the age of apocalypse, age of apocalypse story, where when we first saw that scene where Blink is like running from the mutant RoboCops or whatever, and she is saved by the shadowy figure, and she was like, "I just thank the Lord for the day I met." Boom! Reveal Victor Creed, and he's wearing metal gloves, and he's like, "Get behind me, kid!" Whatever, and like Sabretooth is just a good guy. Yeah, it was so friggin cool it was such a great moment and for a while there he got inversed or whatever it was inverted during yeah, uh still was that, inverted was that fear itself axis axis that's right but it's like he sort of feels bad for what he did but he's not really a good guy and it's thank you for calling thn cover to cover who this hey it's the nickname <laughs> the nickname <laughs> Clay. Clay, the nickname Staley. Clay, how are we? Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mostly calling to just say hi and check in with you guys, let you know how much I appreciate you and, uh, you know, being a proud uh, Patreon supporter as yeah, well. we appreciate I, you. Uh, we appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a long time, so... I have meant to call for, once again, like a month and a half, and this time when I forget, it's now two weeks of yelling at myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I, uh, I also called three times yesterday between 10 and noon. And oh, what that was you. Okay. Foreshadowing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry, we had to switch it up this week. Uh, apologies. Yeah. For, but... So, um... As for topics to call about, uh, I'm not sure how much you guys have talked about it yet, but uh, in other nerd news, I figured I'd bring up Mystery Science Theater. Yes. uh, Which is my favorite television show of all time. Mine too. And what has uh, come back in, I think, an amazing fashion. I think it's really, really uh, the spirit of the original in that it is both topical and referential to a lot of nerdy stuff. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But it still it holds a, on to a lot of the has, old jokes too. I mean, definitely. 
Yeah, and they're a little more rapid fire than they used to be because I think they feel like their own little insecurity over, you know, being a new new crew and having to kind of justify themselves there. So they're really laying it on heavy with, like, rapid fire jokes. But there are some pretty brilliant quotable lines already, in it, and I'm really excited for everyone else to be referencing it just like I did with the old show. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I'm like, loving it as well. Like, Absolutely loving it. I like, I'm still, I, I still every once in a while, uh, the reptilicus monster rap. Oh yeah. Pops into my <laughs> oh, head. That, is so good. that was uh, amazing. Yeah. It was so well done with all the like little cardboard cutouts of all the monsters. Oh, okay. Here's a trivia fact for you. And it's one that infuriated me because uh, the band in the beginning, we all know. Yeah, it's Harmar Superstar. It's Harmar Superstar is the band. My friend, Denver Daly, ex-member of Desperacitos, is playing guitar in the band on the show. Forgot to mention that to me, that he was <laughs> in the intro. He said that Sean's going to do the music. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. But all he said was, Sean is going to do the music. Not, I'm going to get painted up like a bonehead and I get to be in the intro and my name is in the fucking credits. God damn it. So, so, God damn it. The funny thing, Matt, that you may have noticed is in the little interstitials uh, where they were going to put the commercial breaks if it didn't go to Netflix, um, you know, where Pat Oswalt reads off like a little commentary oh, yeah. on the movie. I goes. love those. I love so them. The, the funny thing is you see the band in the background and they're, they're dancing around to the song that they're playing. Uh, they're all wearing those big, thick gloves. Yeah. So clearly the bass player and guitarist start playing, but it looks like it's the actual drummer who's doing the beats because <laughs> he's not quite hitting it, but he's doing like really, really close to actually what the, the overdubbed song is. Yeah. It's like those I, I don't weird know. I old like, that was interesting. It's like the weird old like sixties variety shows where they dubbed in the music and yeah. had a fake band like sitting back there and it's like, We're playing stuff. Check it out. I'm moving yeah, my the, fingers. Like you're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, with, with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of background singers with no mics yeah. and guitars that yeah, are right. in. Yeah, they're just sort of swinging back and forth for no reason. <laughs> like, right. Sometimes not even to the right beat, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Ed Sullivan. Have you gotten to the song in Laser Blast yet? No, no, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, it's that is uh, uh, as good as the rap. It is nice. fucking awesome. I will get there. And then um, my, my favorite line so far in my favorite line that I've been quoting the most so far is uh, the um, uh, Cry Wilderness. Oh God, that was so good. <laughs> that movie was amazing. <laughs> where he where gets in with the. <laughs> <laughs> where he gets in with the trucker and yeah. the trucker the you know um one of the the bots quotes the trucker saying well i'm not high but my dog is and so am i <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a fantastic line that episode was so good Always good to talk yeah. to you, Clay. Thank you for your call, sir. And yes, we will be watching more MST3K. We both donated to the Kickstarter, and I am so happy to yeah, have Yeah, so back. your name's in the credits too, jerk, so shut up. Yeah, but it just like flies by. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it, it's weird. There, there were so many donors that every episode only has a small chunk of the alphabet. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I was yeah. watching the credits. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, this ends in A. Well, and it looks like a joke too, because it's like Ben, 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 Brian, 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 Brian. You know, I was like. I thought it was a joke, and then I went, oh, those are the people that donated. Okay. Clay Staley, Clay Staley, while I've got you cornered, I need to know yeah. what character you want featured in your patron drawing by Joe Patrick. There we go. Ooh, um, let's go with Abe Sapien. Nice. <gasps> Done. Abraham Sapien. That's right, folks. If you pledge 20 bucks or more a month, Joe Patrick is going to draw you a picture. Anything you want. He drew me Thor getting punched off the toilet by uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, it's majestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. No. Clay, thank you so much. I will get to work on hey, do, uh, these drawings. Do Abe Sapien in Portland and him saying, I hate the rain. <laughs> okay. I'll see what, what I can do about that. What if he's saying, I'm only happy when it rains? You know, like the garbage song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's the more positive thing. I yeah. just thought it was yeah. ironic. Oh, uh, thanks so much for your call. It's good to hear from you, buddy. 
Yeah, great to talk to you guys. All right, we'll talk Take to you later. Clay. That was fun. We ended up getting a bunch more calls than I thought we would. That was great. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a good question. Yeah. People had fun with it. Lots of people didn't want to answer the question. They had other things to talk about, and that's the beauty of THN cover to cover. There you go. It's magical. So next week, what are we doing next week? It's the first week of the month, right? Or no, we got to have a fifth week. We have to have a fifth week super show. I mean, it'll probably just be a regular show, but... No, Joe, it's going to be a super show. <laughs> I don't know why you like always get Super so Like the Super Mario Brothers super show? Uh, yes, just like that. Will Captain <laughs> Lou Albano be there? No, Captain Lou is dead. R.I.P. <sighs> yep. He lived a rough life and died young. You know, like wrestlers do. But thanks to everybody that called in today. This was super fun. I love the heel turn, face turn question. We're going to have a new question that we will shoot up next weekend when we do the show. That's how we Our do it. Our regular show. And it's going to be a fifth week super show. Get ready for that. In the meantime, if you want to call us, say hey, hang out, whatever, 402-819-4894. you got to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to find out when we are going live if you want to be a part of this. So do so. Two-Headed Nerd on the Twitter. Go to Facebook. Search Two-Headed Nerd. You'll find us. We're right there. Yeah. Two-HeadedNerd.com. There it is. Facebook.com slash Two-Headed Nerd. Yeah. It's not that hard. And like you heard from a bunch of people, we've got Patreon supporters that get all kinds of cool Patreon stuff. You can find us there. Get some swag. There's going to be neat stuff coming down the pipe here. We've got a special show that you can only hear if you're donating. We're going to have t-shirts. we got stickers. we got all kinds of cool stuff. I was thinking about making little Coke mirrors like you used to buy at the carnival. Let's say two-headed nerds. You can chop up your lines on them, man. Yeah. It's going to be rad. In the meantime, what is I got to go to work because... I'm an adult. So this is a two-headed nerd signing off. <laughs>